So Sinead, you were saying about the laundry. Um, how often would you do that? Would you do it a lot or? Um, so I noticed that I would do that. <laughs> um, I was I was basically doing laundry twice a month. And I would notice that every time that I went to do laundry, I do the same thing. It's like I'd wash it and it just sit there. Mm-hmm. And then it just start accumulating. And then it went from the laundry accumulating to me just just not feeling like cleaning up. Mm. And it's like, okay, I don't feel like cleaning up, but every day I would look at it and it's like, oh, I need to clean this up. This is this is so sad. Mm-hmm. Like it's so sad. And it's like I'm 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 telling myself I need to clean it up. Like it looks sad. I like my room looks like I'm depressed but I just could not bring myself to do it. And um, luckily I had my stepsister who she has been my saving grace um, because I noticed whenever I start getting in, when I start getting in my depression mode, I always, and I call her Chica. Her name is Ariana, but I call her Chica. And I'm like, (laughs) Hey, Chica, come talk to me. And she'll come upstairs and she'll come talk to me and we'll start talking. It's like, um, because I, I I like to cater, so I mm-hmm. bake. So it's like she is always my sounding board. Mm-hmm. So it's like I'll use her. Like okay, well I have this idea. I have this idea. Well, what do you think about this? And it's like I'll talk to her. And as I'm talking to her, she's like, Chica, you need to clean up your room. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, you're right. I do. So it's like I'll be talking to her, and it's like, okay, well then I'll start cleaning up my room. And it's like, okay, I'm good. And it's like I'll look at her. And it's like, you know what, Chica, you made me feel better. Like my room was clean now. I've been able to talk like I'm good. Right. But then I still, I still fall back into it. Cause it's right. like, yes, that was good for the moment that helped me clear my mind. It took my, it took away my focus, but I still felt depressed. Like my, it, it didn't go away. It just, t- it was a temporary fix. Mm. And I, and I noticed that a lot of the things that I was doing were only temporary fixes. Mm. And and that's a what a lot of people who have seasonal depression they find temporary things to do. You know, you're finding your way through depression every day. What gives you strength to wake up in the morning and say, "Okay, I, I'm blessed to wake up another day. It's time for me to take the next step." But what keeps you going every day? One of the main things that keeps me going every day is my daughter. I have a four-year-old, um, which also um, kind of like in hindsight, she kind of also helped me become aware of my depression um, because I had her unexpectedly, didn't know that I was pregnant, had her at home, um, which kind of put me in a, it, it kind of put me in a mode. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's like, while I was out here just living my life, you know, just, just doing me, not really having any true responsibility or anything to worry about. And then it's like, now out of nowhere, I have this baby that I have to take care of. Mm-hmm. And now I have to be a mom while I'm trying to figure out who I am. Like, I don't know who I am. I don't know what I want to do with my life. Mm-hmm. And now I'm going to be a mom. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that that that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it, she she is definitely helping me find my joy. Wow, that's beautiful. Um, because I didn't realize, I didn't realize, I, I, she is so much of me. And she, like my grandmother has told me since I've had her, she is, she allows me to give all of the unconditional love that I've always had. Mm-hmm. And getting up every day and looking at her and getting her ready for school and, you know, on the car ride there and you know she's telling me her little stories and well mommy well mommy well mommy well mommy and it's like that right there it she just brings me so much joy and it's like I have to tell myself every day she's watching me Mm -hmm. this little person who she's just looking at the world for what it is Mm -hmm. and it's like she knows that if something's wrong with mommy, something is wrong. Because something could be wrong with everybody else and it doesn't matter. But if something is wrong with mommy, I have to see what I can do to fix it. If she sees me, she if she even senses that I'm sad, she comes over and she hugs me. So mommy, what's wrong? Oh, are you okay, mommy? Mm-hmm. I just want to give you a hug and tell you I love you. <laughs> like... I love you too, baby. I give her a hug and it's like, you know, I can't, I can't allow, I can't allow that depression to put me in the state that I was in before I had her. Mm-hmm. Uh, before I had her, I would sit in my room all day, not interact with anybody. And I would sit there and I would just cry, mm-hmm. just cry and cry oh. until I passed out because I had nothing left. And it's like, she is, she is my biggest catalyst to fighting this depression. Mm-hmm. And I, 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 I didn't know that someone so small would have such an impact on me. <laughs> wow. You know, Mission A, I, I love that you, you are working in Mental Health America and you are creating safe spaces for other individuals. But what does your, what does your safe space look like? So it's going to sound, so it's going to sound funny. (laughs) So for me, my safe space, believe it or not, is a laundromat. Mm. Somewhere, and I, and I, I just realized that that was my space, safe space, because I just moved into my house mm-hmm. um, a couple of months ago, and we don't have our washer and dryer. And I'm like, I'm gonna get a washer and dryer. I'm gonna get a washer and dryer. And my mom and my grandmother have always told me, like, don't like when you move, still go to the laundromat so that you have that time for yourself. And it's like I never understood that. It was like when I did go to the laundromat, it was like, I just want to get my clothes done so that I can go. <laughs> but, now, but now I'm realizing that that is truly my solitude. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm there, you know, regardless if there are other people in there, I'm there by myself. I'm not worried about, you know, work. I'm not worried about anything that's going on at home. I am 
solely and completely focused on me mm-hmm. and and how I'm feeling in that moment, how I'm feeling in that moment, how I've been feeling throughout the week, um, and and what I've done or what I can do to to change those feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, because there there are there are times where it's like, you know, I'm having an awesome week and it's like everything just everything just went. I I couldn't have asked for anything better. Mm-hmm. And then so it's like, you know, I'm having an okay week. And then there's, you know, that one day where it's just like, this is it. I, I'm, I'm not going to be able to make it through this day. Um, mm-hmm. And it just recently happened to me last week. Mm-hmm. Um, I was having a good day and I had gotten a phone call earlier in the morning. And for some reason, I just got so overwhelmed with things that had to be done during the week to the point where it was like, all I could do was lay in the bed and cry. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I hadn't felt, I hadn't had one of those days in a while. So it was like, when it hit me, it was just like, okay, why did it hit me the way that it did? Mm-hmm. And it was like, and I started thinking about, okay, well, well, last week I was kind of feeling, you know, I did have some, some, some negative feelings last week. Like I felt bad about some things and, you know, it was like, okay, well I put it off and I tried not to think about it. And then other things happened. It was like, well, no, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to push through it. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I just couldn't push through it anymore. Mm-hmm. And I cried. And then the next day, I went to the laundromat. (laughs) (laughs) The next day I went to the laundromat and I went and I stayed there for maybe like four hours. Uh And I just thought about my week and, and thought about, was there anything that I did to to further bring those, those feelings on. Mm -hmm. Um, Was it strictly something that happened at work or was it something that like happened that I had absolutely no control over, but because it was like, well, no, I can still do it. It was like, no, there were things that I had no control over, but I still tried to control them, which caused me to become overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was like, okay, take a step back take a step back and see what, because I I notice about myself that I try to do too many things at once. Right. And I try to do so many things at once. And I also do it without asking for help. Mm -hmm. Um, Which is definitely a bad thing, especially if you have depression. Yes, it is. It's definitely a bad thing if you have depression. Mm-hmm. Um, because you get in those modes and you're like, I have so many things to do and you never take a second to like, okay, well, I don't have to do everything at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, going to the, going to the laundromat has definitely been my safe space. Um, and it's good that you also recognize your um your safe space 
and your resources. It's, it's, one, it's wonderful to have the resources and also have a support. I know, I know Miss Judy, because Miss Judy and I have worked together with um, my organization with Mental Health America, and she has always been a, a supportive to our organization. And I know having her as a support system is the best. Um, Absolutely. With those resources that you have at Mental Health America, um, what's the best resource that you have facilitated in the community that you enjoy doing? Well, right now, because I'm um, not on disability, but I kind of have a foot injury right now, uh-huh. um, which I've also noticed that because I can't get out in the community, uh-huh. um, has been one of the catalysts to the depression as well. Because with, with my job at Mental Health America, my job is to get out and to talk to people. And, mm-hmm. and, and that's what we do. It's talking to people, interacting with people. And because I'm so limited on what I can do, mm-hmm. uh, that's definitely, uh, I'm, 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 trying to, I'm trying to find my, my lane in that with the injury and still being able to um, utilize those resources and, and, and those community people that I, you know, I have built relationships with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am, you know, Zoom is definitely something that I've been utilizing, being that I can't get out of the community. Um, so the talking to especially young adults, mm-hmm. um, because I, I definitely right now, I think depression in young adults is on a rise. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can slightly see that in my niece being that, um, you know, the kids aren't in school. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely right now I'm utilizing my niece and like I say, my, my stepsister Chica, I'm definitely utilizing them as, um, as my resources to help me being that I can't get out in the community as much as I would like to. So I'm definitely using, you know, my niece, so she'll be 14, my stepsister, she'll, she'll be 21. Um, so I'm definitely using them as as one as a resource for myself but also as a resource for the community Mm -hmm. and that's amazing that you are um we definitely need more um resources for teens and young adults um it is on a rise especially with black girls and i'm i'm so excited to do this podcast so other not just black women or black girls, but other women can listen to what we are going through as other women going through anxiety, depression, and saying, hey, sis, you're not alone. This is what I'm doing. And um, with you finding your way, um, it's amazing all of the things that you learn, especially when you have the resources. But there could be someone listening right now that is afraid to do, you know, get resources or get, get help. What would be your advice to someone who's listening to right now to the podcast 
for them to get help about depression? What would you tell that person? So one of my biggest things, um, and I've, I, it's always been a helpful tool for me, um, and it, it doesn't require any outside influence, advice, opinions. Start writing down your feelings. Mm-hmm. Start, start journaling how you feel. Um, because I have learned that sometimes it's, you know, again, like you say, sometimes we're scared to go find a resource. We don't know who to talk to. Um, and sometimes people can be judgmental. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes, you know, when you are struggling with your depression, sometimes you just want somebody to listen. You know, you just want to be able to get it out so that it's not something that you're holding on to because it does become very overwhelming. Mm -hmm. Um, So I would definitely suggest, you know, finding a quiet space, whether it's, you know, in your room, you know, take a walk, some, some safe, quiet space that you have and journal it video recorded something so that you can get that out because Mm -hmm. holding that in that can be very detrimental Mm -hmm. um and right now writing and getting it out if you don't even if you don't want to say it you can write it and you can ask somebody to read it Because there it's, I found that it's so much easier to articulate yourself if you write it or if you, again, like I say, you voice record it or you video record it with yourself, mm-hmm. by yourself. That way, again, if you do want to have somebody read it or have somebody listen to it, they'll be able to without the blinders, be able to see exactly what it is that you're feeling. And it'll give them a better opportunity to help you. Mm, like if it that. is, the, if, if, if you are looking for help from that person. Mm-hmm. Because okay. it can, it, sometimes it can be hard to articulate yourself to somebody when they're trying to throw their opinions and advice on you. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really good idea because um, especially um, women who are over the younger generation, you know, they express themselves. They don't care. They're going to tell you like it is. So, but Absolutely. If, <laughs> yes, they will. They're going to tell you like it is. But if you have older women who are, um, I know me and Miss Judy, we were, we were the last time we got to see the numbers of the um, high suicide rate. And I think African-American women, we are number two in San Diego. In the age range, I think it was like 25 to 40. And I'm thinking, wow, that's, that's, that's our age group. You know, what, yeah. what's going on? Well, how can we reach these women? But, you know, having this podcast and reaching out to other women and sharing your story. You know, I want to commend you on your story, what you are doing. 
you are not only sharing your story, but you work in the community. You are, you know the resources, you know the sign. But finding your way through depression before we end this podcast, um, how would you describe yourself as folks? So I'm gonna put it like for me, as you know, going through anxiety, I describe myself as a warrior. Um, what would be your word for yourself? Hmm. Invincible. Wow. Invincible. And why would you give that? Why is that your word? Um, because with my depression, um, I find myself, I always find myself playing back you know, my life, you know, the things that I've gone through, the things that I've been through. Um, and then I look at myself where I am now. Mm-hmm. And there were so many times, there are so many times where when I was living my life, that could have been the end of me, mm. you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't thinking about me. I was like I like I tell people for a long time I was a bag in the wind. Mm. Whatever happened happened, you know. I was just like, hey, I'm just going with the flow of any and everything. I had no, I had no, I had no solid ground. I had no foundation. Um, and and being that bag in the wind, it's like. We've all seen bags in the wind get hit by cars. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, I've I've been hit by so many cars. I I I've been hit by cars. I've floated into the ocean. I've I've done all of that, and I'm still here. Mm-hmm. I'm still here, and I'm still every day. I am making a conscious and forceful effort to fight through this Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not gonna let this take me out Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna let it take me out I'm not gonna let it take my baby out Mm -hmm. because as much as you know depression you know affects you it also affects those around you Mm -hmm. and I'm not gonna let it take my baby out (laughs) yeah (laughs) I'd, so I truly understand. In, invincible. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the word I would use. Well, I am so blessed to have you in my presence, Ms. Shanae. Um, I'm excited for your future. I'm excited for you stepping out on, I know you have big plans for the community and you are taking it day by day because like you said, you know, I'm finding my way through depression and I'm finding my way to continue to fight. And I want the listeners to know, stay tuned for Ms. Shanae and not only in the community, but Um, She has some great things planned for not only herself, but her family and for, you know, herself. Once again, Ms. Shanae, I want to thank you for being a part of the podcast of this mental health campaign. Thank Uh, you so much for having me. (laughs) I am glad I have a new sister. 
a new partner and someone who I can say, hey, sis, you got another um, another podcast talk you want to talk about? <laughs> Anytime. Yes. Again, this is this is definitely something that, you know, I've, I, in the in the black community as women, this is something that we definitely need. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm always here to talk and share my story. And if anybody, you know, needs anything, I'm always here. And how can our listeners reach out to you? Or if they needed a resource, is there an email that they can connect with you? So um, you can reach me at my personal email, um, which is going to be Shanae Lewis 33 at Gmail. You can also reach me. Um, I also have a business Instagram. Um, it's Shug's Pastry Boutique. You can also DM me there. All Again, right, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm always here. <laughs> All right, everybody. You heard what she said. That information, we're going to put it on the flyer as well. But you are tuning in to the mental health campaign with Shanae Lewis. Her topic was finding my way with depression. This is Tristica from Nerdrill Inc., our Fix Your Crown podcast. Stay tuned.